Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. The Vikings game just ended. What'd you think? Let's hear it. It's Vikings Vent Live. Call us at 651-646-8255 or tweet us at Score North. Vent, this is Vikings Vent Live. Fake more all day. Gonna let it fly. Going for Tyreek Hill. He's got it. Touchdown, Kansas City. Quick snap. Cousins has time and a lot of it. Fires and it's caught by Treadwell inside the 40 and the 35. They'll run here for a big game. Oh, look at this. Damian Williams. All the way. Cousins looking. It's Kyle Rudolph for six. And welcome into Vikings Vent Line, where uh, we are in the TCL Broadcast Studios. 651-646-8255. It's Zolgad. It's Rami Maklov, AJ Producing. And uh, believe it or not, Mr. Rami, we already have full phone lines. Really? So Shocking. 26-23, plenty Wait, you didn't to even vent give about. out the phone numbers. No, That's I, crazy. No, I did not, but uh, plenty to uh, vent about off, uh, well, two things, just quickly. One, a really fun football game. Two, a really, really tough loss. But that was a fun game to watch. Really fun game to watch. Back and forth. I think there were four lead changes in the second half alone, or maybe five. Sounds right. Five lead changes in the second half. Yep. That sounds right. All right. So let's get right to the phone line since this show is all about you venting and us uh, chiming in when necessary. Let's start with Dan in Florida. Hey, Dan, what's going on? Hey, guys. um, It's too bad because... I thought right at the beginning of the fourth quarter, Kirk Cousins played well. But unfortunately, that last drive that he had is what we're going to judge him on because he didn't get the job done. But to be honest with me, the defense, the defense didn't really do much to inspire me confidence that they can stop anybody going forward. That last drive, against, again, on defense was another prime example. And I'm sorry, that 91-yard touchdown run yep. is just straight unacceptable for this defense. That I think that's what really turned the game around. But... You know, I when Kirk Cousins drove down and got the lead in the fourth quarter, I'm thinking, okay, the defense is going to do something. And the defense didn't do it. Um, Kirk Cousins didn't turn the ball over, but he also didn't make plays. So, to me, this is a total-wide, team-wide loss failure, top to bottom. But what do you think about that? When you talk about the defense, Judd, I, we talked about this on Friday on Mackie and Judd with Rami, and, and I said this isn't going to be the test that it would be with Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. 
But it it was enough of it, and I said it was a test, but a winnable test, which was what the Vikings kind of needed on their schedule at this point. The defense failed whatever test it was that was in front of them. 275 yards through the air for more, almost 150 on the ground by committee from the Kansas City Chiefs. That's almost 425 yards from the Kansas City Chiefs without Patrick Mahomes and 26 points put up on the board. And when you talk about the offense, yep. and yeah, Kirk Cousins didn't, he didn't make the plays when you needed the plays late in the game, but you and I were sitting here sort of questioned, wondering what they were thinking with a couple of play calls there in, in the second half in crucial spots. Third and 13, and you call a drop play? A draw. That was Matt and Nagy-like. Before, and on first down, you had thrown the ball when, when you could have and should have been trying to run clock. Very bizarre. Tom, how are you? Hey, uh, yeah, I'm doing okay. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't this the second quarterback that the Vikings have lost to in the last few years who had been coaching high school football the previous year? I think uh, McCown did that when he was with the Bears a couple years back. Uh, it's just, it's the, the defense did not deliver today. I could, I could not believe. I mean, they made a couple great plays, but they – just a lot of chunk and chunk and chunk after yards. It was just, it, oh, ah, guys, guys, okay, I'm Tom. sorry. I, I, can't, it's gonna even, be okay, I Tom. can't even get together. Tom, yeah, it's going to no, be okay. It, yeah. You need to take a very deep breath. It's going to be, look, it was, it was, they, they won four consecutive games. They got things right. And yes, there were, there's certainly a lot to dissect from this game. You're not going to say they were due for a stinker, were you? No, no, but, it, but my point is, I don't think it's a stinker. I don't think it's a complete stinker. Now, now here's my biggest question. My biggest question that I would like to discuss is actually, I think, play calling. Your play calling for the past four games had been so damn good, and that, I, I'm not sure I get today. That and the O-line. And we, we, talk, Thanks, Tom. we talk a lot, Judd, about how, how good Kirk Cousins can be when everything around him is right, and then how Kirk Cousins... Can't necessarily deliver those special plays when things around him aren't right. And I think today, neither the play calling or the offensive line helped him out that much. We saw Garrett Bradbury get abused two or three times in this game. And that's something that we oh. haven't seen and in four Elfline or five weeks. literally got walked Well, Elfline back. has been struggling. He became a human pylon back yeah. into Cousins at one point there on one sack. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. And I believe I've got Dave in Minneapolis. Hi, Dave. Hey, good afternoon. Um, I was just to say, I'm this entire season and for the last couple seasons, it drives me crazy that Zimmer doesn't blitz more against backups and rookie quarterbacks. He sits back and he wants his secondary to do more. Xavier Rhodes is terrible. The guy should not be playing right now. He's he's a liability. They they need to put more pressure up front right away. And I don't understand why like they let a guy like you know more. Just sit and do what he did. I mean, it's he's not he's not great. He's terrible. Thanks, Dave. Uh, I don't think he's I don't terrible. Think you can say he's terrible. At he this played point. pretty pretty damn well. I thought for three. We- I mean, two and a half he's weeks not a now. Great quarterback, but two he's and not and a half terrible. Weeks now they've gotten yeah. Andy Reid has I think squeezed all the juice well, out of whatever lemon Matt Moore is. And keep in mind when Andy Reid's offense is playing Mike Zimmer's defense, it is all about you adjust, I adjust, you adjust, I adjust. I, I mean, these guys aren't they are. They are highly um, effective, if that's the right word, minds on the side of the ball that they control. So it's not about, well, Mike just stinks and he didn't adjust. They try and adjust and go back and forth, and and that's what makes the game a fun game of chess to me. Oh, yeah. Is that continual adjustment? I think that was was the best matchup of the week. 
if you ask me. I think the Vikings, I think if this comes down to, if you want to question the side of the ball, I think it comes down to Stefanski, Kubiak, offensive play calling today. I agree. And Zimmer said, again, not surprisingly, Mike said at halftime, he told uh, Pam Oliver Fox, we're getting too cute. We're trying to throw too much. But I don't think you can let Zimmer and the defense off the hook either. Again, almost oh, four, I agree. Almost 425 yards of but total offense. But saying Matt Moore stinks, I don't, think, I don't think it's fair. I don't think you can go that far, no. All right, let's continue on the phone calls. Vikings lose uh, 26-23 to the Chiefs after winning four consecutive games. Jeff in my neck of the woods in St. Louis Park. Hi, Jeff. Hey, uh, tough, tough, tough loss. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, obviously... Kirk Cousins has to share a substantial part of the blame. I mean, once again, you're, you're, it's all tied up, but you have the opportunity to go just all you need is a field goal, and you can't even get a first down. That is on him. It's also on the play calling. But the other thing that can't be let off the hook, the number one concern for me with this team, it isn't Kirk Cousins. It isn't even the offensive line. It's the fact that, your two starting corners, Xavier Rhodes, but I don't want people to let Trey Waynes off the hook. He's been, I think, honestly worse in this game than Xavier Rhodes. He was. Terrible. They picked on him more. They they picked on Waynes way more today. I thought. I think I think I mean, that's I, accurate. I, I get that it's Tyreek Hill, but I mean, put a Waynes was known for his speed, so I mean, you got to at least win one of those. I mean, so many of those balls were just up for grabs, and then. Trey Waynes was just nowhere to be found. Anyway, it's it's just frustrating because this once again, it goes into the narrative. Well, we can win against teams that aren't very good, and we can win against teams at home. But mm-hmm. tough teams on the road, backup quarterback, you failed. You failed. That's all there is to say about it. Thanks, Jeff. And ultimately, that that is what it comes down to, Judd. Coming into this game, it was a very winnable game on your schedule. And one that we looked at, I think, before the season started. And if you were doing the whole win-loss, win-loss thing Mm -hmm. to predict the Vikings record, I think 90% of people probably put this down as a loss before the season. Patrick Mm -hmm. Mahomes goes down. Now you're going into Kansas City. And by the way, we talked about what a tough place Kansas City is to play. And it is. But A, plenty of Vikings fans on hand. They definitely showed up. They did their part. And B... I didn't know this coming into this game. Chiefs have lost three of their last four home games. So yes. it has it hasn't they been won their first one and, and didn't win again until today. It hasn't been an impossible place to win football games. Mm-hmm. And they lost their MVP quarterback and you left without a win. Mm-hmm. That I mean, when we look back at the end of the season, if this Vikings team misses the playoffs by a game, this will be one that we look back at and say they they could have and probably should have won that football game. And and that's ultimately what it boils down to. Sam in DC, you're on Vikings vent line. Uh, thanks for taking my call, guys. Um, you know, the frustrating thing to me, and Judd, you mentioned it, I think it's play calling and coaching. I think we all knew that Kansas City had a bad defense, that you could run on them. They had a ton of injuries, two offensive linemen out, I believe. And then Andy Reid and Steve Stagnola, their defensive coordinator, to their credit, can still figure it out. Like, the Vikings have near-perfect health, except for Thielen, and they still can't win it. And to me... Like, this is emblematic. Like, this team needs nearly everything to go right against a good opponent. Like, the offensive line needs to play perfectly. Kirk can't make any mistakes. The defense needs to be sharp. The kicking game needs to be great in order to get wins. And, like, you can have those things go wrong against 
the Giants or against like the Raiders and still pull out wins. But when you face Dallas on the road next week in prime time, which I think a lot of us now are dreading, like Seattle on the road, yep. you know, like the Packers at home, the Bears at home, for God's sake, like that's far from a guarantee. So, like you mentioned it, like this is a game that I think going in we thought we could win. I think early in the season it's probably a loss if Mahomes is playing. But to me, this is like what's like being a Vikings fan, right? Like you get this perhaps misguided optimism, and then it comes back to bite you, and you know things happen. So appreciate it. Take my call. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, we 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 have said how many times in recent weeks that three of the next four games are going to tell you all you need to know about the 2019 Vikings, right, Rami? Yeah. The Denver game at home, you should win. They stink. At Kansas City, at Dallas in prime time, by week at Seattle in prime time. Those games are going to tell you is this is this a team that can compete, especially on the road against good teams, or is this a team that, if things are, as you said, perfect for Cousins and you're playing the New York Giants, oh, whoopee, it's the Giants. Right. You win big. And, and to Sam's point, that's where you get this misguided, oh, yeah, it's all fine now. And I've been so talking, three next four. I've, you know, my two bins, Judd, when talking about the yeah. Vikings, there's the confidence bin and then there's just the wins bin. Yep. And coming into this game, I thought it was a great chance to put one in the win bin and get closer to a playoff berth. And just add a little bit to the confidence bin. Even without Patrick Mahomes, I think if, if you win this game, if you go into Kansas City and beat an offense that can clearly produce with Matt Moore at quarterback and Andy Reid calling the plays and come out of there with the win, mm-hmm. it puts a, not as much as it would with Patrick Mahomes, but I'm a little bit more confident in this team. And now you're sitting at 7-2, and two and the playoff picture is looking a lot more pretty. Not getting this one, man. That That really hurts for the Vikings. John in Manhattan. Go ahead. Hey, Judd. Hey, Rami. How's it going? Uh, first of all, Judd, uh, just really quick. Earlier in the week, you said hearie, hearie, and what? it's actually hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> oh, thank you. All week. Oh, boy. Hold no, on, th- you know what? Hold you on. can always learn. <laughs> when did this happen? What? Yeah, what, what day did I do this on? Uh, I think it was on a Vikings vent line on, like, Tuesday or Wednesday. Nice. And you, you said somebody was going to come out and make an announcement, and then you were like, hearie, hearie, and it's literally been bugging me all week. John, you so know I what, John? I, I appreciate even at nearly the age of 50, I appreciate the correction because one can always you learn. Know Thank you, John. You didn't know that? Robbie, I, Robbie I probably said it too fast. To this. Any grammar error, I will call and I will let you know. You know what, John? I have. I applaud you. I applaud you. Now, now, what did you think of today's action in Kansas City? All right. Kirk Cousins, uh, somebody needs to piss him off again. Uh, he just he didn't have the edge. He wasn't you know trying to prove anybody wrong. He was taking the checkdowns. I mean, I think the thing with Treadwell is, you know what? Treadwell caught some balls today, great. But Treadwell is still not a a number one through a number six receiver uh, on any NFL team. And the thing is, is you know, uh, Diggs had what one catch for four yards, or did he get one more by the end of the day? No, I think it. Would, I think he finished with one catch. I've got it right here. One catch for four yards. He was targeted four right. times. Mm. Right, that you you need to target him at least eight. You know, you gotta he you know he's got to catch the ball. But like the, it, it honestly, it felt like the Bears game where he missed stealing deep, and then he just got nervous yep. and he didn't want to push it again. And that's the thing where at the end of the game, yes, it's play calling, but then any good quarterback will say, even with bad play calling, he'll say, "This is my time. This is the time that we're gonna win this game." And, and you look at, you know, what, what the, the Chiefs were able to do. You look at Kelsey going up and making the big catch when it mattered. 
nobody at the end of the game on the offensive side. I will say the defense, minus that catch, the defense, you know, they were getting pressure. Honestly, I don't know where the pressure was the rest of the day, <laughs> yeah. like there was in the fourth quarter. Yes, sir. But, but the, the quarterback, in spite of bad play calling, needs to be able to put together a winning drive. And he had the opportunity not once but twice. And that was what we saw in Green Bay. It's what we saw in Chicago. Every time this team loses, it is because we have a quarterback that is incapable of putting the team on his back. Thanks, John. But, John, that's sort of him. Like, that that needs to be... The, the decision that we all need to come to is, is Kirk Cousins, does he ordinarily only thrive? Where, as, as Rami said at the top event line, the conditions are perfect. Right. Because a lot of guys can thrive. So that, this might be him. Like those, these last four games, I don't think were a reason, they, they were a reason to credit Kirk and the offense, but I don't think that they completely wiped out all of the things that we've seen previously. They were just things that were going well against a collection of teams that obviously aren't as good as Kansas City is. It was a bad day for the offense as a whole. From mm-hmm. Kevin Stefanski and Gary Kubiak all the way down to get to, to Kirk Cousins. It was a bad day for the offense But do you think it's because the they couldn't adjust well. back when Kirk... Like why, why do you think it went sideways after four games of seeming to at least make sense? I think a big part of it was the offensive line regressed a little bit. Okay. And Kirk Cousins does not handle pressure well. And no quarterback wants to be pressured, but some quarterbacks handle that pressure better than others. And Kirk Cousins needs things to be calm and quiet around him to process the information and make the right decision. I know we're here to talk about Vikings, Judd, but we have breaking NFL news. Big breaking NFL really? news. Yes. What's you want to hit the breaking news Hold sounder? On. Hold on, i got to find it. Can we oh, hit the breaking it? news sounder? Yeah, go ahead. The Miami Dolphins have won a football game. No! Yes, the Miami no! Dolphins the won a football Who game. This? And they actually... Who ordered the code this, Dolphin? This is true. This is real. This no. is fact. They gave Brian Flores a Gatorade bath. They gave the head coach the Gatorade bath. You like that? You like that? <laughs> no, this is bad news. No! This really happened. This happened. Oh. Derek in Texas. What's up, Derek? Hey, how's it going, guys? Not as well now that the Dolphins won. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Man, can you guys tell me when the last time you've seen a Mike, uh, a last time you've ever seen the Vikings adjust at halftime under Zimmer? I'm talking about visible, like like play calling adjusting wise. Offensively, defensively, which one? Offensively, offensively. Oh, um,. Derek, I'm going to be honest with you. I think the last time that I saw that happen, probably on any type of frequent basis, would have been the Pat Shermer year because that season he had an unbelievable, the 13-3 and year in 2017, he had an unbelievable play-calling year. That would probably be the last time I saw it done on a regular basis during Zimmer's tenure. Uh, it sounds about right. Why, why isn't common sense common, man? Um, you know what, Derek? That is a great question about football and about life. And life. And I can't help you. I can't help you. I also don't understand. I also don't. Okay. And uh, we'll we'll get to uh, more phone calls. I really do. Quickly here. 651-646-8255. A line is open. 651-646-8255. Viking Vent Line. We are in the uh, TCL Broadcast Studios here for you because, yes, there's a lot to vent about. Um, Here's... Rami, one thing I don't get. Why is the head coach taken by surprise about the play calling in the first half where he comes out and tells a sideline reporter, we're getting too cute? Like, wouldn't you think at some point during the course of that half, you would say, Kevin, come here. 
What's going on? I mean, here? he can talk into the headset. He's even though he's and a, Stavansky's right by him. Yeah, because Kubiak's upstairs. Right. My point being is Derek's question is a great question. I can't answer it. I don't know why. I don't have the answer either. I don't know why. I don't and, know if we're supposed to have the answer. And I think it's good to empower your employees and give them a lot of freedom. But you are the head coach, and if you don't like what they're doing, then I think that it's also fair to pull them aside and say, "What are you doing, David? David, how are you?" Hey, um, so I'm going to talk about Kirk Cousins, yep. and I should give him a lot of credit because he came up with my Twitter handle, you like that, which he could probably go after because I think he trademarks it. But I'm just going to say you that, like that I have you like significant that. concern for his jaw because he was just gritting his teeth and looked stressed out that last series, and I just don't think he's made for the moment. I've called him before, and I just mm-hmm. I can't get super excited about this season because – with him, I just, you know, I, there's a lot of mistakes to go around. The cornerbacks, play calling, all of that. But a good quarterback can overcome a lot of that. I just don't think we have that, which so I, I think we just need to draft a quarterback this next draft. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, David. He did look a little tight. If you're somebody who oh, yeah. reads and looks into body language, Kirk Cousins, his facial expressions, his body language, he did look a little tight when it came down to the fourth quarter. Now, he did... He did orchestrate a drive and got them the lead in the fourth, and then the Chiefs came back and and ultimately won the football game. But watching Kirk Cousins in the fourth quarter, again, if you read into body language, if you read into facial expressions, he did look a little tight. All right, uh, let's see here. Who do we got up next on Viking Vent Line? We have Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's good. Great. Yeah. No complaints. I'm not really not so, great. so hot after that game. but It's uh, okay. <laughs> my, my biggest concern and complaint was, Actually, with uh, the play calling, a lot of these first down passes throughout the game, uh, I just didn't really understand that. I, I feel like just give and cook the ball, let him get you know two or three yards minimum, and set up second and sevens and second sixes. I, I just think that that we flow better with that type of offense and these first downs that are, we're getting batted down. I just, it just I think that led to the loss, honestly. So I, I just want your take on that. Thank you. Uh, the approach with Dalvin Cook is really odd. 21 carries, Rami Maklov, 71 yards, a long of 12 today. Keep in mind, and we talked about this a lot uh, during the weekday event line show, uh, during Purple Daily throughout the course of the week. Heck, during our show, the Kansas City Chiefs entered this game 30th, 30th. There are 32 teams employed in the National Football League in run defense. Now, I give the Chiefs credit. I thought against the run and against Delvin Cook, they look good. But, but I think that's where Mike's complaint came in as well, which is... Yeah, but if we wear them down eventually. So that, that whole thing was weird because if you had just, if you hadn't shown us the stats before today's game and we watched that game, I think we'd say, oh, this run defense is, I don't know, take your pick, 14th or something like that. But I also think in the Vikings' mind or in, in the head coach's mind, he's thinking to himself, right, but they can't stop the run. So eventually, if we continue to get to, Feed the ball to Dalvin Cook. He's going to break off a long run. I think and that didn't happen. I, and I don't, but I don't think you can blame the lack of effectiveness of Dalvin Cook in the run game necessarily on play calling. If you if you watch that, they were just owning the line. The Chiefs' defense, their front seven was just. So you own, think the run blocking they were, took a they were yes significant. They were just today. owning. They were just owning the line and stopping Dalvin Cook. That's what it looked like to me. And maybe upon a second watch, I'll see some things I didn't see the first time around. But watching that game live. 
it looked like the, the the Chiefs front was just beating the Vikings front and winning and winning the line. And I think maybe mm-hmm. you needed to get them on their heels and throw the football a little bit more because it seemed like they came in dead set on we have to stop Delvin Cook, and they did. Let's well, go. They contained him, I guess. Let's go to uh, Chancey and Fargo. Hi, Chancey. And that wasn't good for my fantasy team, by the way. Go ahead, Chancey. Yeah, we don't care about your fantasy <laughs> team. Might write that down. Yeah. Too. Hey, go ahead, Chancey. Hey well, yeah, this is Stassi from Fargo, but yeah. Stassi from Arrowhead, Arrowhead Stadium. I'm oh, standing on the, we're getting a report yeah. from the scene of the loss. You are looking live. live. Thanks, Brent. Live scene. Now I'm on the third deck. I'm staring at Kauffman Stadium. Okay. I'm watching fans kind of file out. Okay. I'll be honest. It's it's uh, it's almost 50-50 purple red. I was impressed oh. by, by the amount of fans when they There was a skull chance yeah. going at one point. That's yeah. very nice. Yeah. This, was, uh, this was not a road game. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. This was a neutral site, yeah. uh, neutral site game. So your, your thoughts on the game? That's a, well, my thoughts are, I if you get the ball back with two minutes and thirty seconds left, you have a chance to win. If you have Philip Rivers, if you have Aaron Rodgers, if you have Tom Brady, if you have anybody that's worth the crap, if you have one of the top fifteen quarterbacks, you take that any time of the year. Uh-huh. If you have Kirk Cousins, you don't. You're uh, you're flailing. You're crossing your fingers. If you're a Vikings fan, you're nibbling your fingernails off, right? Mm-hmm. And I wish that uh, I don't know what George Edwards actually does for the Vikings, but I hope he's like the uh, Aaron Paul Jeffy from Breaking Bad, where he's just observing Walter. Because I'm sick of Mike Zimmer I'm trying to bring us over the finish line. I want somebody that I, I approve of Mike Zimmer's defense. He's a good defensive mind. But this guy ain't pushing us over the line. So the key is train George Edwards to know whatever the hell Mike Ed- Mike Zimmer knows. Yeah. Get him get him speed get him up to speed. Yeah. And find an offensive mind that knows how to put a game plan together that can beat Matt Moore on the road. You're already calling for heads? The four game winning streak is just yeah. in the rearview mirror, Chancey, and you're calling for heads? Well, it all depends on what you want, John. Do you want eight and eight? Do you want nine and seven? I think Mike Zimmerman is going to get you that this year. All right, I'm uh, confident. I'm confident we're getting a wild card visiting road team versus Mike Zimmer nine and seven led Vikings team. Do you want a home playoff game for the Vikings? Do you want uh, first run by? He ain't bringing it. That's it. All right, Chancey. You guys, uh, reflect your thoughts. Yep. Bye. Enjoy KC. Bye bye. Appreciate the call. Seems like he's already calling for jobs. I don't know. Oh, he's calling for jobs. I think he just called for Mike Zimmer's job. I, I can't get that that uh, worked up about today's loss. No, not today. To call for jobs yet. No, not today. And I like to call for jobs, but in this case, I can't. But I've said, if this team is not a playoff team... Oh, yeah. Well, then, yeah. The totality of... But, okay, so you still have, at Dallas, next Sunday, and then after Denver and before the bye, at Seattle on Monday but with, night. with the NFC as tight as it was, again... Yeah, you, this is a bad... This is a tough might, loss. You might, you're, you might look loss. back at this one and say, that was a winnable game. But this might be... The 2019 Vikings, this might be them. That's been my point. We just don't know. The four wins were nice and, and impressive uh, and certainly necessary given where they were after week four coming out of Soldier Field. They were, but all of that being said, and, and I think you agreed with this. I think Phil did. I think Collar did. We still didn't have an idea about what this team or who this team truly was. So the identity is unveiling itself. 
Got a tweet here from Justin. You can tweet us at SKOR North. He says, when Cousins is forced to put this team on his back with two minutes left, he collapses. Completely collapses. You aren't getting to the playoffs if your QB can't overcome the challenge. It might be very true. That might be true. It's quite possible. I mean, that la- that drive that started with, with the incomplete pass and the draw had the draw call to Cook on third and 13 was positively. I believe, because the Vikings were up by three at that point, Rami, I believe that I charted that drive took a minute and seven seconds off the clock. That alone is not acceptable. First down, run the ball. Just run clock. Yeah. You can't do that. All right. But the offensive line didn't help him on that drive you're, either. You're exactly under right. constant pressure. Vikings vet line, 651-646-8255. Let's go to my guy from Bunnies. What's up, Brian? Hey, what's up, Judd? Oh, just hanging out here talking to people about a uh, tough what defeat. From, what do you mean from Bunnies? He's, does, my, he's, he's, bar, does, he's one of the best bartenders in town. Oh. tell you that right now. Nice. Mm-hmm. Hi, Rami. Hey. That was the one that always would bring you food. Man. Oh, hey, yeah, what's up, man? Thanks, I appreciate <laughs> Good it. Good guy. So, is it just me, or have you guys ever seen Kirk Cousins sail so many passes on wide-open guys <laughs> in the first half? He did a lot today. I don't, he did. Uh, I, I just, I don't understand. I mean, he had C.J. Ham open, he had Delvin open, everything else, but why also, I thought they would take something out of Green Bay's playbook from last week, where they would, Aaron Jones, not as talented as Delvin, but... They would do wheel routes. They would do screens, everything else. And I thought Delvin would have over 100 yards receiving today just because, you know, they don't play for that. They jam up for the run, everything else. But I was disappointed. I thought they would actually use Delvin more in a passing game, and they didn't. Um, I don't know. It just the offensive line, you know, Bradbury had some struggles. They were doing more blitzes. but And then the defense at the second half, I thought they the way they blitzed, on the second half, I thought they would have done more of that in the first because Moore didn't know how to get rid of the ball. I agree with that. So, you know, I mean, I just I thought the defense would be so much more aggressive in the first half, mm-hmm. like they were in the second. But anyway, it was kind of frustrating. Um, was hoping for a uh, Chicago kicker melee kind of thing on the end, but <laughs> didn't happen. So. <laughs> right. How about right, become Robbie. a Chicago kicker? Thanks, thing. Brian. I'll talk you to you later. You guys have your own kicker Bye. problems, all right? But Dalvin Cook and Dan Bailey's. I mean, Dan Bailey's missed. He was costly. He was targeted plenty. He had seven targets, four receptions for forty-five yards. Not many. Not many running backs are getting more than seven targets you, out of the backfield. If you want to talk about the the guy who who th- the disappearance is is odd, it's Diggs. Yeah, four, four targets, one four catch. targets and, for Diggs, and after Thielen left a few plays into the game. And I, I know he had some impressive, uh, two impressive catches on an early drive, but Laquan Treadwell, five targets, three catches, 50. Is that yeah. six yards? Went back to that well like, way too many where, times. Where did that even come from? I don't know. That was a very bizarre, all of a sudden, he's part of the offense. And uh, Kirk was like, hey, he caught two balls. Well, and, I, and I've told you before, Kirk will throw the ball to who it's supposed to go to. He's not the t- type of guy who's like, okay, Laquan, it's been a good run, but ain't no more. He'll be like, oh, no, I'll keep throwing it to you. And that that started to scare me. Uh, Kyler in Oklahoma. Hi, Kyler. Hey, guys. Love the show. Uh, Thank you. There's a lot of things to go over from today's game. It was quite stressful. Uh, <laughs> okay. Felt like it's over now. To throw the ball downfield. Looked like the Bears and Packers game a lot. You know, throwing to the flats a lot. He looked like Mr. Bisky for a lot of throws down there. Uh, oh, sailing them all, throwing weight to the sideline. Uh, the offensive line couldn't block it all either. Seemed like Elfline may as well have been on the defensive line sometimes on the pass rush. Yeah, uh, it's not good. It seemed like we got conservative play calling at the end there. Every time we got a lead, it felt like we were playing not to lose instead of to win. 
that's all I really have for you. Thanks, Kyler. Yeah, which is weird because in the Detroit game and then the Washington game, when they got substantial leads or leads at all, they played to win. Big third down passes in both games to Diggs, which worked. Yeah, it it seemed like, you know what? I, I think you're right. Rami, I think you're right. I think when the, sort of the plan goes even the slightest awry around Cousins, everybody, including the people calling the plays, sort of panic. I know this. And it's like if it's going really well, they're like, everything's fine. But of course it's fine then. I, don't I think know, you're right. I don't know if this is letting Kirk Cousins off the hook or not. But we don't, I mean, we don't really give him a ton of the credit when things are going well. We just say, well, yeah, I mean, the offensive line is blocking better. Play calling is better. The run game is really effective. That helps him out. Which is why I, I give him credit. I tried really hard because he made some really, those last four games, even if conditions were perfect, which often they probably were, he made some great throws. But all the things that prop Kirk Cousins up, those three things I just described, the offensive line, the improvement from the offensive line, the play calling, and the run game, all three of those things kind of went away today. And so it shouldn't be that surprising that Kirk Cousins... Right. Yeah, it all trickles down. But that's my point is... is It's a trickle-down effect. Beyond beyond the if Cousins isn't comfortable, it goes to hell. It's sort of like everybody just panics. And you go from being, oh, you can make this play and that play, and here's Diggs involved, and here, here is Dalvin effectively involved, to what do we do? What do we do? It's sort of this panic. It's sort of weird. Because you know you're gonna have game if you are if you aspire to be a playoff team, right? Especially right. to make a playoff run, you're gonna have games where if, if the Vikings had won today's game, I I would have come on and said yes, there were some faults, but that is a hell of a victory. That's a tough road game. I don't care. You don't need style points, right? Yeah. No, you just like I and Cousins might not have been perfect. I but said that on Friday. That's you, a nice win. This is one where even without Mahomes, yeah, you're if, you, if you walk out with the win, yep. A, it's another one in your playoff resume, and B, I'm feeling a little bit better about this football team and who they are. By the way, Kirk Cousins now, when uh, trailing in the fourth quarter in a Vikings uniform, o ten and one. Well, he's always got the one. <laughs> it's a nice tie right there. <laughs> Hi, Kyle. Hi, how you guys doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Go ahead. Quick, quick, quick and simple, guys. So there's a lot of slack on Cousins. I mean, the guy threw three touchdowns. I mean, and it wasn't in no garbage time points. We're not hearing enough about Trey the bus lands. I'm tired of the guy. I want the guy off the field, and Mike Hughes needs to be on there. Rose, he has his issues, but we'll work through it. This guy's a veteran. He's a smart player. We need to get on this secondary. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Kyle. Um the only surprise was that they didn't go with 29 more to me. R- Rhodes was basically, he, he gave up the one-handed catch to Watkins, which, by the way, was a catch of the season. Phenomenal catch. Uh, but, yeah, the last two games, I think, or no, 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 the two of the last three, I believe, Trey Waynes has been picked on. And it it's a concern. The past defense, the, the Vikings went into this game third in scoring defense in the entire league, which is damn good and impressive. But if you watch these games... The Wasn't last... that Zimmer's calling card, too? Like, just give me, any, give me any quarterback. He's a quarterback give me whisper. any lump of clay at quarterback and true. I'll mold him into something. But until now, it's been true, for the most part. Now, now there, there have been games like the game in Philadelphia in the NFC Championship game, which was just a disaster. 
But, uh, yeah, you can't deny the fact that it's as if quarterbacks are picking on certain cornerbacks, and it's working really well. CP Rick tweets into uh, at Score North, at Rami is tweeting, at Jay Selgad, says the special teams lost this game. The Vikings punter crapped his pants when he had to kick the hill. And he was having a hell of a day, Britain too. Cole, yeah, Britain He was Cole having was great. a great day before that last punt. That went how far? I saw you write it down. How far did that last punt go? 24 I be- I yards? I believe it was uh, credited. Hold on a second here. I got my play-by-play. I believe it was originally 37, and, they, and then they had to reduce it to 27-yard punt. 27 yards. Yeah, 27-yard punt. A shank to the left sideline. And the one previous to that. Just nailed it. Just put it right on the sideline and didn't even and gave Hill no opportunity at a return. Yeah. And then when it when it counted, Colquitt did not deliver the punt that the that the Vikings needed. Just didn't happen. What's going on, CJ? Thanks for holding. Uh, yeah, no problem. Thanks for taking my call. So I think first things first. I think you'll hear a lot of people on social media come talk about how the Vikings lost to a backup QB and stuff like that. But the Vikings didn't lose the backup QB Matt Moore. They lost to an all-time great offensive mind in Andy Reid. Okay. And I think when it when it came down to it, when it got to that kind of two-minute drill, and that's something that Reid has gotten criticized for in clock management, all that kind of stuff. Reid knew just what place to call. It looked like Kelsey and Hill and any wide receiver that he threw to, they were just open and they were schemed open. And I think that that's something that where you look in contrast to the Vikings in the final kind of quarter and their play calling and stuff like that, you just see that they flat out got outcoached play calling wise, both on on offense. And you could just kind of start to feel that game fall apart after that Rudolph touchdown with the shank punt, with the bad play calling, with the bad execution, all that kind of stuff. And it reminds me of that, uh, you know, the old time Denny Green quote when it says they were who he thought they were. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of been the story of the Vikings this season. They're good, but they just don't have that kind of it factor so far in the games that they've played this season. The defense has been good at times. The offense has been good at times, but both have, uh, they just still have their question marks and it's kind of, that they were who we thought they were kind of thing. Like they're just, they're a team that's good enough to get by and win games. But when it comes down to it, they still just haven't proved that they can win a game. Thanks Thank you. Thank you, sir. I think that's entirely fair. I think that's entirely fair. And I don't think you can point a finger at any one person or any one unit. Not for this one. Oh, I was. Um, yeah. I mean, all. Yeah, you're right. Because special teams, we, we, Bailey missed the extra point. Uh, Colquitt had the terrible punt. The defense, certainly, at least the back end, didn't come through when it was uh, necessary. And then, yeah, the line and Cousins. I, I think the one thing about uh, Cousins that is entirely fair to say is this just continues the probably very correct narrative that if things break down around him, there's a fighting chance he's just going to collapse himself. He had two drives in the fourth quarter. One of them he was he was really good on and delivered and got the score that they needed. The second one, and again, he didn't get much help from his O line or his play calling, but that play that that series lasted, what did you say, a minute and ten seconds before yeah. they gave the ball back seconds. over to the Chiefs? They gave it right back. You can't have that. Pass stops the clock. What, then, then what? I believe a pass that lost yards, and then a draw, and that's it. Yeah, ball's gone. The the from the time that the clock started in that drive to the time that the ball hit Colquitt's uh, foot for his punt, it was one oh seven. That's ridiculous, and that's coaching too. But we've had people call. Like, up why and, are you running a play, a pass plan first time? People have called up and criticized Cousins, the O line, the defense, Stefanski, Kubiak, Zimmer, but CJ's call, special teams, C- all and all are valid. And CJ's call is not wrong. When you look at this team in the most dire of situations against good teams, because they can be bad teams, we know that that's right. without question. But when you look, when you put them in a situation, especially on the road against a good team, this is sort of just them right now. They're not dynamic, and 
it, it's a it's a hard thing to quantify, but I think his use of the term it factor is exactly right. It's sort of that, okay, things are, go- are going to be fine factor, and with this team right now, you don't consistently see that. Hey, Jake, what's going on? Thanks for holding on. Hey, I appreciate the, you guys taking my call. Um, look, let's just stop the cycle, please. The cycle is, is giving Kirk Cousins excuses to be bad and get away with it. I mean, I'm not being prisoner in the moment here. For eight years of this guy's career, he has been this quarterback where if any sort of pressure happens, he falls apart. And But that's what we're saying. How are we letting him off the hook when that's what we're saying, that everything needs to be right about Kirk Cousins for him to be the quarterback you want him to be? You're saying the same thing we are. But I'm not expecting that to happen, though. That's the thing. You're saying things have to be perfect. What game to get in the playoffs will be perfect? What hard game? What game in the playoffs will be perfect? Not, what Super Bowl will be perfect? Not, what are we doing here? Like, what are we doing? Why? why are, well, I'm not, I, I like listening to you guys. I'm not trying to criticize you personally. I'm just saying, like, I don't understand what we're doing when we know that's not going to happen. No, no game will be perfect. Yet we're still thinking, oh, well, if it's just perfect, maybe you know, maybe we can go far in the playoffs and stuff. That's not going to happen. I don't know what but, we're. But we doing. don't think that, Jake. Jake, we're we're saying that this team is is continually putting him out in the field in in games and situations that break down to reaffirm what we all think, which is okay, ultimately sure. it's going to fail. Okay, so that's our right, point. Maybe I misunderstood then. Okay, I, yeah. I thought you guys have been saying, oh well, if, if like, they're thinking maybe it will be perfect. Oh no 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 no. Point. I, at least okay. I'm not. No, I'm Ron, not either. Okay. I'm not either. Okay. Thank because, you, Jake. Yeah. No problem. Appreciate the call. Oh, yeah. No, we are saying that we are reaffirming this. That's my point, at, at least. We're just seeing that this is the truth. Because when, Kirk, said it when, Kirk, when Kirk Cousins goes on a streak like he was coming into this week, mm-hmm. he was the best quarterback in football for four weeks. Mm-hmm. Statistically speaking, you start to go, okay, maybe this is... Maybe this is something different. Maybe this is something sustainable. But we won't find out until there's some kind of challenge or test. And they got challenged. And I'm not just saying Kirk Cousins. I'm saying they, the offense, got challenged today because everything in the offense needs to be right for Kirk Cousins to be at the top of his game. And they didn't pass the test ultimately. They just didn't, especially in that final drive in the fourth quarter when you handed the ball back over in a minute and seven seconds with no points. And a crucial, crucial drive. That's when you needed to deliver, and Kirk Cousins and the rest of the offense just flat out didn't. Hello, Raymond. Hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I think you guys got this whole situation with Kirk Cousins wrong. You hear me out. Okay. He threw for three hundred. Threw for three touchdowns. Yep. He was two for two hundred and twenty yards, and the whole game, the offensive line was letting the defensive line in the backfield. The running game was practically ineffective ineffective and the secondary let Tyreek Hill just run around like backyard football to catch the ball. He got us down there and scored the touchdown to put us over the edge at twenty three to twenty, I believe. And then what happened was bad play calling, which is not his issue, and bad offensive line is not his issue. And then just piss poor defense at the end lost the game. So I, I you know, I mean I listened I watched Kirk Cousins and he had some bad games, but this game he played adequate. He played adequate to win, and his offensive line failed him, and everyone else failed him. And no one's talking. About, no one else is talking about also that Adam Thielen was out. Thanks, Ray. Um, okay, let's dissect that quickly. I think you just got done saying four minutes ago mm-hmm. that the blame here goes around. There is no so unit not, on this team that did what they needed to do today. Yeah. So, but we are. Tr- okay. 
There's a happy like medium that, here with Kirk back, Cousins here, I folks. Like that back to back, we got calls yes. saying that we're not putting enough blame on Kirk, and then one that said that we're putting way too much blame on Kirk. And I appreciate both the calls, and <laughs> and the passion is great, and I'm not criticizing the callers, but folks, we got to reach a happy medium here too. This is a this is a what's the word? This is trying to find out. This, this to me is exploration as well, right? We're trying to find out what this team and what this guy in particular, because he's your quarterback, yes. can do. Right. But yeah, we're, we are not, we both are not saying he lost you that game. Here's one for Michael. He says the defense gave up a 93 yard run. The yes. defense gave up multiple plays. The punter botched. Is Kirk a talker? Sure. But is it going to be two more hours of Kirk, 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 Kirk? Zimmer's staff needs everything perfect to win. And that, and that might be very fair. We are, we are trying to find out what this team, look, how many times did we say throughout the last four games, that we can't yet pass judgment. Okay, it was four nice games, right? Four-game win streak, NFL, it's fantastic. But what do we continue to say on all the weekday shows? We still don't know. Right. So today we found out a, a little bit more. And, and folks, if the answer is not the answer that you want, and it very well might not be, that's the reality of this thing. It just might be. Yeah. You lost in Green Bay, you lost in Chicago. How'd you lose to Chicago? It's your club, but I have no idea now. And today you had a chance to go in and steal an ugly win, or no, a less than, a fun game, I thought. A less than perfect game by you. You had a chance to steal. And a lot of people screwed up. I think that's fair. Kirk was adequate today. I think that's a fair way to put it. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'll take I'll 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 accept that description of Kirk's day. And someone's gonna call right now and say Kirk was not adequate today, Rami. You're wrong about that. The offensive line was bad. His play calling did nothing to really help him. Yep. The defense did nothing to really help him. Yep. He was adequate. When everything around him was crumbling, he was adequate. And I think that's that's the best you can ask of Kirk Cousins when things aren't perfect around him. Is adequate. Uh six five one six four six eight two five five. A phone line is open. The show is Vikings Vent Line, six five one six four six eight two five five TCL Broadcast Studios. Uh Alvin in Rami's old stopping grounds of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. What's hey. up, Alvin? Hey. So I'm calling in and I heard Everyone's kind of beat the Cousins thing to death a little bit. Somebody said Bad Kirk showed up. If Bad Kirk shows up, doesn't throw a pick, and gets three touchdowns, I'm okay with that Bad Kirk showing up now and then. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we still know what this team is. If we were going to drop one of these next three games, drop this one, maybe win the next two. They're in the conference, and, yeah, we don't have Rodgers. We don't have a perfect team. You get hot at the right time, you can Ravens your way into a Super Bowl win. <laughs> you can Joe Flacco it in. But you've got your defense, though, has to be superior to what we saw today to do that. And Alvin. just just based on what you saw on paper coming into the game, so so beforehand and in hindsight, when you look at situations that presented themselves during the game, you look back at this one and say that was a winnable football game and much more winnable than you thought it was when it first popped up on the schedule. Those come back to bite you. It was a winnable game, and it bite us a bit. But we're still six and three. And this team seems to at least try to fight better than it did last year. Judd, remember Maybe that won't matter in the end. But season's not over yet. Thanks, Judd, sir. Judd, remember last week on Mackie and Judd with Rami weekdays four to six on Score North on fifteen hundred Score North dot com. I barely remember yesterday, so go ahead. And you said, you know, some seasons. 
Things just line up for you. The football yep. gods smile down on you. You have healthy players. You have healthy yep. players. I mean, Adam Thielen was the only player on the injury report coming into this break. The MVP looked like he was going to miss this game and ultimately did. Mm-hmm. The football gods smiled on you and gave you a, a much better chance to win this football game than you had nine weeks ago when the season started. And then the opportunities presented themselves throughout this football game for the Vikings to take control and win. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. And when the football gods smile down on you and you don't take advantage of that, you look back on it and you regret it. Yes. And, and I will say, let's say that Chicago was just a stinker, Rami. Like, just a bad game. Bears played well. You stunk. Um, if it's a special, I will say this. If it's a special season, like if you're like, oh, this feels special. You win and come back in Green Bay, and you win today. I'm not talking if you're a decent team. I'm talking if it's a special year. Right. I'm talking if you pull off, let's say, 13 wins. Mm -hmm. Wow, 13 wins. That's a lot. You have a stinker, but week two in Green Bay, you win that game. And then today, you win. And they did. That's how I feel about it. And they didn't. Show us Vikings event line 651 646 8255. 651 646 8255. Matt, Tim, Mike, Allen. Hold on, we are going to pay some bills, and we will come back with your calls. And by the way, we do have one phone line open, 651. Hey, Chargers are beating the Packers. You might get this one back in the standings. It's the first quarter, Rami. Trying to put some Six nothing in the first quarter. The Chargers stink. Right. Sorry about that. Just cut you down. I'm, I, I feel bad. It's coming. Picked up by Williams. They still get through. More floats in. And, oh, a one-handed catch! Sammy Watkins! Here's McCall Hardman through the seam, and he fumbled the football! Minnesota looks like they have it! Third down and four. Cousins, near side, wide open, and for a touchdown, there it goes to Amir Abdullah. Cousins, looking, firing, caught for the touchdown! It's Kyle Rudolph for six. Vikings Ventline is the show, 651-646-8255. Full phone lines right now, but as soon as somebody drops off, if you'd like to get in and vent about what happened today and the Vikings loss in Kansas City, you certainly can. But right now, Rami Makhlouf, it's time to award. Yes, Judd. It is time to award the popcorn player of the game, sponsored by Popped Corn. Do we have popcorn here? P O P P E D corn. Get it? All ah. one word. In Minnetonka, find them on the upper concourse, section three twenty-five at every home game. Fresh popcorn available in six customer favorite flavors. I'm giving it to Treadwell because he ain't ever going to get it again. <laughs> Laquan Treadwell, I he, it's going to be emotional. It's going to be emotional. It's going to be meaningful. But there's no way that Laquan Treadwell, if anybody could have predicted that Laquan Treadwell would play a key role in a Vikings game in 2019, you are Karnak. Congratulations. But you are the popcorn player of the game, courtesy of our friends, Popcorn. Because you'll never get Minnetonka. it again. I mean, it's sort of mean, but it's also truthful, which is my motto in life. Hi, Tim. Thanks for holding so long. Go ahead. Hey, Tim from Washington, formerly, but now Tim from uh, Maple Grove, Minnesota. Oh, very nice. Oh, hey. welcome. welcome. Welcome to the uh, Twin Cities. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, I don't care what anybody else said before me, whether it be the callers or you guys, and I heard that I'm not able to blame this loss on a single unit or a single player. Oh, you can. We're just trying to discuss it. Have at it. Go right ahead. Mm -hmm. No. Kirk Cousins is a bum. He's a bum. He's the spider Rico of the NFL. 
He's the Rocky Balboa in Rocky Two before Adrian gave him the uh, the okay to go ahead and beat Apollo. <laughs> So maybe we should drag Kurt's wife into this conversation. No, 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 no. Let's not get personal. Either way, if we had a quarterback that was above mediocre, that game is ours today. Kirk Cousins can't even complete a screen pass. Thanks, Tim. He is the reason that we are losing these games. All right, thanks, Tim. No fans or butts, period. Appreciate it. I don't know. I wouldn't go as far as bum. I certainly wouldn't bring his wife into it. (laughs) <laughs> How do we explain but. this? He, I don't think he had. Now he threw three touchdowns. I don't think he had a great day. And were there th- were, were there plays that we we could go back to on the tape and point out where there were shortcomings? Absolutely. But you also can't look past other things that broke down and went wrong. I don't think this conversation's that difficult. Do you? Kirk Cousins is who we thought he was. Now, if he throws an interception that turns into a touchdown. For Kansas City, then I'd say, okay, the conversation might be a little bit different. Kirk Cousins, yeah, when everything around him is right, yeah. is a top 10-ish quarterback. You like that? You like that? When everything around him is not going right, he's a mediocre or worse quarterback. Today, you like he that? Had you like that? Kind of a mediocre day. Because his offensive line did not block for him, because his play callers didn't do a lot to help him, and because the defense never really put a stop to this Chiefs team when they needed to. When you have a, what, 91-yard touchdown run, right? The longest in the history of the Chiefs franchise. They've been around for a really long time. You got some problems, too. I don't want to come off as a Cousins defender, and I don't want to come off as a complete basher. I think that there is, and I know shades of gray are boring in sports. No, but I'm serious. I think there's shades of gray to this entire game. I think that's a very fair thing to say. I just don't think it's that tough. I think if you want to call up and be mad at Kirk, go ahead. You're not wrong. But if you want to call up and say, well, it's not all Kirk's fault because X, Y, and Z went wrong, and your, uh, and, and your kicker missed a PAT, and your punter shanked a punt after having a great game, that's fair, too. Two quick things before we go to the next call. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, did you see Stefan Diggs' cleats today? Danny Cunningham pointed this out today. No, we did not. They were uh, they were celebrating the fact that the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich is back. That might have been bad luck for they them. They were orange cleats. Wow. And said they are back on them with a drawing of a Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. Do they sandwich. get paid to do that by I don't them? Know. I'm not sure if he did or not. All right. The other thing is, and uh, Chad tweeted this into it, he said, what were the refs looking at on the Watkins non-OPI call and the Treadwell OPI call? And one they actually overturned. And, you know why, you, and we, we talked about this. You know why I think they did? Because the one that they overturned or changed, which was a terrible OPI call on Treadwell, which then Zimmer melted down about, and it got reversed, but that was late in the first half. And Rami, I think the reason why they overturned that one was because it was a booth review, and I'm not kidding you. Because the... the Because um, it's okay if the Kendrick's guys up there second-guessed them. That's true. But not if coaches or players second-guessed them. Keep in mind. The Dalvin, so Cook, the Dalvin Cook OPI in Green Bay was a scoring booth review. It appears that they are willing to overturn calls if it is a boo if it's triggered from the booth, but if it's triggered from the flag thrown by the coach, they're not doing it. By the way, uh, Daniil Hunter actually got a hand on that final game winning kick. 
Oh, did he really? The kicker, Harrison, afterward, Harrison Butker. Yeah. He said the rotation was weird on the game-winning 44-yard field goal. We were talking in the locker room. Did the Vikings uh, get a hand on it? And mm-hmm. Daniil Hunter indeed did confirm to our uh, our buddy Chip Scoggins that he indeed, indeed did get a hand on it on the final kick. Interesting. Hi, Mike. Thanks for holding on. What's going on? Can we rip other callers? Sure. Yeah, it's Viking Vent Line. Tim, you moron. Wait until that other station's show comes on the air and call that where it's moron caller after moron caller. We like to be the best after Vikings talk show. So don't ever call again. <laughs> wow. I don't know if I'd go that Mike far. Mike just but... threw down the gauntlet for Score North. <laughs> the thoughts and views expressed by Mike are those of Mike and Mike alone and not Score North. You know what? Mike does not sound drunk, though. But so... I respect it. Yeah, I, respect I, what, sounds... I respect what you're saying, This too. sounds like sober outrage. We respect yeah, all our callers also, even when they're ripping other callers. sit through the seven-minute commercial breaks. <laughs> <laughs> What's on your mind, Mike? Okay. Human nature never ceases to amaze me. When, when they win... First first time, get in. When they lose, I had to hit the redial 42 times, I counted. I know. It's incredible. And sometimes I feel like I'm in one of those movies where one person knows something and the rest of the world doesn't, and something has to happen for the rest of the world to wake up. Can your, can, although it sounds like I got a buddy in a previous caller, Kyle, who, who, who's maybe with me, can your guy that works two to four on your station who does nothing but watch video and thinks he knows everything sit and watch every single play today from Trey Waynes and finally let the rest of the world besides myself and Kyle know this guy is horrible and he's been horrible since day one. Please alert the rest of the world to this so I don't feel so alone. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mike. Six five one six four six eight two five five. A phone line opens up with Mike. Uh, Mike dropping off and taking his uh, venom towards other callers with him. <laughs> Alan in New Jersey, what's up, Alan? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Hey, uh, first let's start with the good. Silver lining is uh, it's an AFC loss. Okay, enough of the good. The bad. Uh, Wings not a good game. Uh, obviously, the D backs didn't play great with all the long uh, pass plays that Moore was able to connect on. Um, the Kirk Cousins, how many overthrows can you have in one game? Even if he makes one of those, that's a three point, the one bomb to, uh, the digs he overthrew, the one on, on a crossing route that he missed, horrible. Um, and you know, finally the play, the play calling was awful. I mean, the last two drives, I, I think Judge, you said it was like a minute or something. The last two drives were a total of a minute and 52 seconds. Yep. And five of them were passes. Three were incomplete. Yep, and and one and one of them that he did did complete was to uh, to Smith for like five yard loss. I mean, if you're trying to milk a, milk the clock with a lead, why would you be throwing it so much? It's horrible, horrible, horrible. We'll never win. We'll never win with uh, with Kirk Cousins. All right, sir. Thanks. Well, that's the anti Cousins camp, but I agree. You're on the road. Absolutely imperative that you milk as much clock as possible. Like you just want to escape that game, Rami. Yeah. Like you're not worried about ah, do we come? You you at that point in time, you got this very small lead, and you don't care. Any win coming out of there today, and we would have come on here and said, "Bravo, kudos, 
to to Kirk Cousins, Mike Zimmer, and the Minnesota Vikings for what they did today in Kansas City. I don't think this is one where they walk out with the win and we're talking about it or feeling about it like we did after the Giants or after slicing and dicing a terrible Eagles secondary or beating the Lions or beating the Washington football team. I don't think we're talking about it the way that we're talking about those wins. Get out of there with any kind of win, any style win. And I think Vikings fans are plenty happy, and this is a much different show right now. Absolutely. Guess what? We get about four phone calls total. <laughs> that's what That's what. Mike's exactly right. If they win this puppy today, we get about five phone calls, and we're off the air half hour ago headed home right now. That's the difference between that type of win and a close Vikings loss where enough goes wrong that it upsets people. Hey, Matt in Ohio. I'd be having dinner already? Oh, yeah. You'd, you'd be back oh, at, at the Waffle Maker. What's going on, Matt? Hey, thanks, guys, for taking my call. Uh, I called in originally and had to hang up because it was too bad, but... What I will say is, um, in the NFL, it's hard to win games, but we're 0-2 against games I think we pretty sh- should have won on the road against backup quarterback Chase Daniels and now backup quarterback Matt Moore. It's not like we're playing Teddy and the Saints. Um, those are tough tough losses to swallow. Um, I'll echo what Mike just said. God, man, Trey Waynes, he just, him, and, him and Rhodes just break my heart. Why, why, why is Hughes and Mackenzie Alexander not playing more? Those two are the only ones making plays in the defensive backfield besides Harrison Smith. Harris had a rough game today. He's been pretty good all year. But I think uh, besides Colquitt, who botched that punt, but Elfline's got to go. My gosh, it looked like Reggie White was going against him. He was getting picked up and just tossed into Kirk Cousins all day long. I mean, at what point, go with Dakota Dozier, do something, anything. I mean, Elfline's just not holding up at that guard position, and it's really um, causing Kirk to struggle. Uh, I'm not going to beat up Kirk too much. It seems like he goes with his first deep ball. I think uh, he missed the one to Diggs today, just like he missed against Chicago the last two times we played him. And after that, he kind of struggled and became checked down Kirk. Mm-hmm. Even against Green Bay when he missed Thielen wide open, same thing. After that, he became really conservative. Um, but uh, as we've seen over our win streak, when he was hitting the deep ball, his confidence is on fire. And I think I agree with you guys as far as Kurtz is good as when everything's perfect. But unfortunately, as long as that line starting, it's going to be hard to be perfect every game or most games. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate the phone call. Yeah, if uh, Dakota Dozier got the starting job full-time, Rami, I don't think we'd like to, the results any more than we do with no. uh, Pat Elfline. No. I think that comes back to the fact that you didn't improve more there. And I don't know what was out did. there to necessarily improve, but yeah, they, they clearly didn't do enough. It would have needed, uh, or it would have required jettisoning someone else's salary. That's the key. Especially, I.e. Anthony Barr. Especially putting a, a rookie center in there. Yes. Next to what's already a a deficiency at guard. Yes. And you're not you're not helping you're not helping Bradbury at all by having a guy next to him who can't pull his own weight. Hi, Kit. How are you? Hey, how are you? I just wanted to, I called in a couple of weeks ago. I'm two for two whenever Rami's on vent line apparently. So Rami must be my good luck. <laughs> uh, 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 um. I, I, I was following the game on the CBS apps. I couldn't see the play. I saw whenever people scored. I think it's more on the defense, and I kind of agree with what Judd said um, about 10 days ago when people start to figure out that Zimmer scheme, and it did look like he adjusted a little bit, and I get it's Tyreek Hill, and, you know, and, and when I saw at the end there when the, when the offense couldn't give up the – you know, with the two-minute drive, they couldn't get anything going. They had that fumble, and 
then they complete that 17-yard pass. I just kind of said, well, it looks like they won the game, and it looks like the defense gave it away, and I don't know what else we have to do. I'm not really going to blame Kirk a whole lot because it's it's, it's just who he is, and um, you know he makes these great plays, and then when Dalvin Cook really isn't going, and you know they talked about all week about this run run deep defense being so poor, but it looks like Andy Reid kind of schemed Dalvin out of the out of the game plan and kind of said, "Here you go, Kirk, beat us with the pass." And Thielen is still dinged up, so I think they can uh, if they can squeak out a win next week against Dallas. Uh, you know they can split Dallas and Kansas City. All will be uh, good to go, but. Um, I think it's it's just the same old, old tune, you know. Kirk beats up on the bad defenses, and when they have a close game like this, it's you know, you know, like you said, you guys are staying, you know, 45 minutes past when you're supposed to leave, and so that's just kind of some of my thoughts there. I kind of was picking up that the defense didn't uh, adjust according like to what Judd said. So I'll take my comments off the air. Thanks, kid. Appreciate the phone call. Yeah, that's forty-five a- minutes. Are we staying that late? We're at an hour and five right Kinda now. Hungry. Full phone line six five one six four six eight two five five. I still got to go to the grocery store. I can take this thing home. <laughs> I can do this. I can work alone with these callers. These callers are doing a heck of a job of propping me you up. You don't need me. You here. know what? I'm a <laughs> lot like Kirk Cousins. I, I need things to prop me up, and I got all these callers. I got a phone number to throw out, 651-646-8255, and I got callers propping me up. I'm the Kirk Cousins of Sports Talk Radio right now. I'm looking pretty good. No, I'm here as, as long as you're here, Judd, i And I'm let's here. be honest, I'm mediocre, but I'm looking pretty good. You're mediocre. I mean, I'm mediocre, but that's okay. I'm okay with that. But when all the elements are right, you can shine. Exactly you're right. You're a top 10 radio host when all the elements everything are is just right, right around when, you. When everything is right, I'm the sports pole. The rest of the time, I'm just sports dad. Which is mediocre. <laughs> Just going to walk out of here today saying, you like that? You like that? You like that? Oh, hold on a second here if you're going to say that. <laughs> you like that? You like that? Hi, <laughs> John. walking to his car at about 5 o'clock. Hi, John. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Doing well. Go ahead. Uh, can you hear me? Yep. yep. Can you hear Oh, okay. Uh, my question. I stood out a question. I don't blame Kirk Cousins all for the loss. I thought he played good enough to win. And uh, away game against a really good team, you know, a conference championship team. When's the Heat go to Zimmer in this uh, defense, especially the secondary? Those are his players, his guys, like other people have already said. Trey Wayne's is horrendous. When do we take a look at Zimmer and his uh, defense there a little bit? Uh, I'll hang up and listen to your answer. Thanks, John. I don't think Zimmer and the defense are off the hook in this one. I don't think anybody well, is. I think this was is a he comp- saying for this game, or is he saying for employment purposes? Um, well, ultimately, it will come down to employment purposes. But for this game, this was a total team loss. Yeah, nobody came out of this thing looking good, and it's not like it's not like we could say they lost despite a performance by Kirk Cousins. They lost despite a really good day for the defense. They lost despite. Really good day for your special teams. Everybody contributed to this loss today in a very winnable game. A game that was winnable coming in. The game that you and, should have won. And in a game that throughout, opportunities were presented to them to win the football game. And they and they didn't do what they needed to do to come out of there with the victory. 651-646-255. Every, every, yeah, you're, you're just right about every that. Every phase of but this, this game. Might, but we also have to accept that this might be them. This just might be them. Yeah. They played a good team. They lost. And and they failed in areas that good teams, and by that I mean playoff type, 
you can make a run, you can get to the NFC Championship game, teams don't lose. You always win as a team and lose as a team, but sometimes after a game you can point to one phase and go, well, they did their job, and somebody else let them down. Today, there was nobody let down, and nobody really did their job as effectively as they needed to to win. And that includes coaching, right? Coaching, Kirk Cousins, the defense, Trey Waynes. Couple people have called him out by name today. Yeah, uh, not targeting Stephon Diggs. That comes back to Stefanski and Kubiak and Kirk Cousins. I mean, and that one was weird. Four targets. That's the one I'd like to. That's the one I'd like to um, um, drill down on the most and find out what because he's going to catch passes he probably shouldn't catch. Like, how does he end up with four targets? I'd like to see when the collars of the world after they grind the tape in this one. If we see, if we find that. Stephon Diggs was open and the Vikings just weren't finding him. Yep. Or if the Chiefs did a good job of clamping him down and not giving Kirk Cousins the opportunities to find him once Steelen left the game. Aaron, the floor is yours, Aaron. How are you? Aaron, you there? Aaron. Aaron, Aaron you're on the radio. Aaron. Aaron. Aaron going once. Aaron going twice. Sorry, Aaron. That was he's so mad he can't talk. Josh in Grand Forks, the floor is now yours since Aaron did not chime in. How are you? Oh, great. Thanks, Sports Dad, for taking my call. It's like long-time follower, first-time caller. Love you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I hope you're calm. I hope you're okay. I hope you're prepared for the fact that this team might not be as good as we thought the last four games, but it's going to be okay. Totally prepared. Vikings fan for life, so I'm prepared okay, for like, the very, very downward spiral. I have I have raised a well-adjusted Josh in Grand Forks. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. My job here is done. Go ahead. No. Uh, three things, all right? Um, well, four things. I knew Cousins would show up in his normal form and panic uh, overall, throwing like passes way too far. But the one thing, um, the play calls didn't make a lot of sense on the offenses. Mm-hmm. I really wish we could do a little bit more with Irv Smith, but the one thing I really want to ask you, Sports Dad, yes, my was son. how much does Adam Thielen mean to the offense? Because if he's not in there, it looks kind of different and weaker. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, Josh. Um, all right. One, he is incredibly important, obviously. The other is this was the fear of him playing t- uh, today, right, Rami? Because. Mm-hmm. He went out in the first quarter after he aggravated that hamstring. We don't know if he made it worse now, substantially, or what. But I think if you're a Vikings, um, if you're a Vikings fan, if you're a Vikings coach, if you're Cousins, you have to be prepared now for if he did more damage that he is now out until after the bye, because you can't go down. This is hamstrings, and I I am not saying that the Vikings were irresponsible for playing him. What I am saying is that internally this had to be their worst-case scenario and a nightmare, right? Because hamstrings aren't something you can't now come back next week and be like, oh, we'll give it another shot in yeah. Dallas. You need to shut him down, and I and this is going to seem like a lot, and I'm sure he's going to fight this, but I would suggest that you consider him not playing again until after Denver and the bye. So he gets Dallas off. I agree. He gets Denver off. He gets, he gets the, the bye off. And he yeah. plays the Monday night game in Seattle. I agree with you. It sounds dramatic, but you can't keep going down next, this road. next week is probably just too soon. Yep. When you look at the fact that he came back and could only last a few games. Mm-hmm. And Denver, I think you look at that one and go, well, you should probably be able to win without Adam Thielen. Give him that extra week plus the extra week of the bye. And then bring him back hopefully close to 100% for a home stretch. Yep. And he's going to fight that. But I tell him, dude, we tried. Yeah. I agree. 
651-646-8255. As of right now, it's going to be Kevin who gets the last word on matters. Hi, Kevin. Hey, guys. I just want to talk long-term here. I know Cousins didn't have a great game. He was average. But we paid him $89 million to be an average quarterback because that's who he was before. Mm-hmm. The Jets lost today to Miami. Yes. Long-term, do we pull a like a, a Williams trade or and try to move up and let uh, Tua or whoever sit behind Cousins for a year and then say, bye-bye, Kurt? What's the long-term answer here? Because I don't think Cousins is it. Thanks, Kevin. Oh, that's a dicey question. I Now, Tua's not going to be here because you've got teams that are actively doing a great job of tanking right now, which I appreciate. Um, and he's going to be drafted in, coming up in this next draft, Rami. So I think I think long-term is you do need to make a decision here coming up fairly soon as far as the time on things go about, okay, last year Cousins contract. Is he the guy, which personally I think he's probably not, especially because he makes way too much, or do you consider trying to draft or if make you, a trade? If you use... I mean, we've a, talked about this a thousand times. If you but, use a high draft pick or any asset or resource to get Kirk Cousins' eventual replacement, mm-hmm. you're, in some fashion, punting on the last year of the Kirk Cousins era. Yes. If you're not using every resource, especially a resource as valuable as a first-round pick, yes. to do what we've been talking about here for an hour and a half, which is prop up Kirk Cousins and make things... And you're a, hungry, so you've make, really been... And, right, exactly. And make things around him <laughs> as good as they can be, you're punting on the last year of the guy who you gave three years, $28 million per year guaranteed. That's what you're saying if you go out and do that. But... And I don't know that you... That conversation has to happen. Maybe. Maybe, but I don't. I don't. I don't. I think you can wait another year before you start down that road. Okay. He did not get the last word. Oh, because now more words. We've had we've had Scott drop in and and six five one six four six eight two five five. If you'd still like to chime in, we are here for you. Sports Dad and Rami are both here to hear your complaints, to hear your gripes, to hear your Vikings angst. Scott, go ahead. Yeah, I was thinking that every week we should think about the draft next year. And in my opinion, we should be thinking about guard and defensive back with all apologies to Rick Spielman's wife. Thanks, Scott. I don't know if I get that last part. Neither do I. Did I miss something yeah, there I don't about, know. Rick, about Rick's wife? If you don't get it, I definitely don't get okay. it. Okay. Um, and, and folks, one thing, one rule, let's not mention wives. Okay. <laughs> I just I'm not, second time I'm, not com- today. I'm just not comfortable going <laughs> Me there. Neither. This is about people's professional. What do they have unless to do with the any wife of this? Engages you like some uh, current wild player. His wife did with me. Now let's don't go down that, that road again. Let's leave that. There's no, no need to I'm just let's leave. That wound. Let's leave families out of, of this. This is not a. Uh, this is about on field issues. Uh, defensive back. Listen, I am, I am, I'm sorry, hold on a second here. I forgot his name. Scott, I'm with you. The defensive backs concern me right now, or at least the cornerbacks They do. have to. I That's don't know how they could Absolutely accurate, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Something's absolutely. Going, something's gone wrong here. I thought between Washington and today, and Tyreek Hill is great. Tyreek Hill is, makes some great catches. The one he made today, the two he made today were, were fantastic. But, yeah, this has to be a, a concern. This is Mike Zimmer's calling card. 
This is Mike Zimmer's calling card, and right now it's being exploited. And it's being exploited by quarterbacks who might be nice quarterbacks, but I certainly wouldn't consider to be stars. No, not world beaters. So, uh, Jeff in Texas. More words. Yeah, yeah. so... <laughs> I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Sky's not falling. The silver lining. This team failed in all four phases. I'm going to coach speak here, like Jason Garrett. All four phases of the football game. Okay. Offensive, defensive, special teams, play calling. All four phases. All four phases failed. You can point to any place. I'm I'm not disappointed in Kirk Cousins. A lot of people want to say he was sailing balls. Who's saying that Diggs and the and Treadwell shouldn't have went and got those balls? I mean, there were some it, that they it, had it, no chance to get. In fairness to them, yeah, but there was some that were right there. C- that one was right. CJ Ham came towards me more than CJ Ham, and I'm in Minneapolis. Yeah, okay. Or my in St. Paul. Okay, okay, St. Paul. Thank you. That first one of Diggs. Yeah, well, but okay. Let's go back to the first drive and the play calling. Pass, pass, pass. Three and out. That's. I'm with you. Hey, 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 I'm not absolving play calling today. Nobody, yeah. Uh, nobody's absolving that at all. I think it was all four phases. That's all I'm saying. I, I got that, that's, that's yeah. my point. Okay. Thanks, Jeff. I think that's entirely. Yes. Yes, it was. Total team loss. Total team loss of a game that you should have walked out and said, whew, we won that one. And that doesn't put all the blame on Kirk, nor does it let him off the hook. Yes. He played a role in them losing this football game today. Collar had a, a tweet because he. He was at the game. He had a tweet. I think it was the third or fourth quarter. There was a third down play when uh, they threw towards Treadwell, and I think it was incomplete. And Collar's tweet said Stefan Diggs was wide open. Okay, so there there are problems there too. Totally get that. Oh, that's right. I did see that tweet. Totally get about that. that. Kyler in Oklahoma. You calling back? Hey guys, yeah. One vent was not enough. For okay, me, go so. right ahead. We're here for you, Kyler. I think the key to this game today and the course the Bears and Packers game earlier in the season is that uh, we've been able to win all these games. There's a road to being able to win these games. I don't know if that's more concerning or promising moving forward, but mm-hmm. uh, also that Zimmer tied out timeout on the last drive uh, before the crosser out the hill. I don't know what he was thinking. We seemed to match up pretty well there, I thought. But uh, And then on the actual play, there was no one even on the screen to guard hill. I could see it pre-snap, and then, of course, he was wide open on the play. And uh, one last question. Uh, how did you guys think Rhodes played today? I didn't hear his name all too much, which usually means more good than bad. So what would you think? Thanks, Kyler. Yeah, I didn't see him getting burned or abused and Ooh, picked on like we ahead. have in recent weeks. Did did they? Samuel Watkins made the one-handed first-half catch. But that was, was just a really, really – That was a great catch. But that's a great catch. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they really threw towards him. They didn't seem to target him the way that we've seen the last three quarterbacks they faced. But if they him. do target Trey Waynes and Trey Waynes struggles as much as I he seemed to today, I don't, you're not I don't feeling think, much better. I was going to say, I don't think this conversation is hip, hip, hooray, they stayed away from 29, right. so 26 could stink. Exactly. That's fantastic. Uh, Josh, what's going on? Well, just wanted to call back and thank Sports Dad. Of course, Josh. <laughs> of course. You know... Being sports dad means being supportive constantly, okay? You call me down, and you answer my question. I want you to be okay, because I don't want it to ruin your week. I'm almost 50. uh, It wasn't that I was weak. It was, uh, you know, defense and whatnot. Oh, right. That's W-E-A-K, Josh. I'm saying I didn't didn't want it to ruin your week. All right? No, no, no. No, no. Just I love you, sports dad. Just wanted to, like, let you know. appreciate you listening, and I enjoy it, and long time... Freaking follower, love it. I Great show. Appreciate the fact you didn't drop the ultimate f bomb right there too. What just happened? To this Josh had to call back. I, you know what? 
I'm here for people, okay? People think I'm grouchy and negative. I'm here for them. I can't believe he's Sports came back. Dad, Sports believe... Dad explains things because he's been through it I can't all. He came back just to thank Sports Dad. I think that's an appreciative son. You know what that is? That's a guy who's going to get who's going to send me a Christmas card. <laughs> Thanks for that talk right earlier, Dad. I'm feeling a lot better about things. I can feel it right now. I believe is it Seamus? Seamus, is that right? Do I, don't I have your know name why right? I just went into my Marty McFly impression. I liked either. it. Go ahead. Um. So. Overall, just a pretty terrible game from everyone. Stefanski was terrible. But here's the thing with Zimmer. Uh, second and 17, you get a huge sack from Steven Weatherly that pushes them past the 50. Correct. And Kansas City, you know, you're, you're doing man with uh, two deep safeties. And you put on one-on-one coverage on Travis Kelsey, who's what, 6'5", 250, Mackenzie Alexander? I, I just don't get that. You know, Kendricks, Barr, Harrison Smith, but Mackenzie Alexander, what is he, 5'10", 200 pounds, and you expect him to, you know, play a jump ball against Travis Kelsey? I just, that, that play really bugged me. Um, obviously, that's a small nitpick in a lot of things that you guys have discussed today. But, I mean, come on, Zimmer. That's just basic X's and O's and matchups, and he just got thoroughly outclassed, as, as did Stefanski. Thank you, Seamus. Yeah, I think that comes back to what we've talked about. It was a complete... It was... I enjoyed this game, okay? I'm going to fully admit, as a football fan, I thought it was a fun game to watch. If you're just a football fan with no particular rooting interest, entertaining game. Are there things that you can pick apart about a lot of very important people? Absolutely. It's that simple. Yeah. I think our our work here, by the way, is done, Rami. Done? So you can go home. I can go to the grocery store. I, I am going to tape a episode of we used to call it the Purple Podcast. Now is it Purple Daily? Collars in Kansas City. So he just put a video on Score North by Beyond the Score. He oh, very had, nice. Uh, he and Sage Rosenfeld is talking about what happened today in KC. Awesome. So as soon as I'm done with this show, I'm going to uh, jump in a side studio and call Collar up and get his thoughts too. Okay. And then that will be on uh, ScoreNorth.com. And I'm the sorry. Score North mobile app, the totally free Score North mobile app, by okay. the way, where you can uh, you can stream shows like this one live while they're happening. You get points for that. Mm-hmm. You get rewards for those points. You can subscribe and download I to your favorite podcast, you here, by the way. This including is awesome. the podcast only shows like the Purple Podcast, which Judd is going to go and record right after this. Okay, and you can listen to all our content on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you get podcasts. That was outstanding. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, and you can read Judd and Matthew's thoughts on this game at scorenorth.com and the ScoreNorth mobile app as it is your one-stop shop for all written content. But it's all free, you said? Totally free. So, like, if I subscribe to it and pay to get it, I'm paying extra because I don't have to pay. No, it's free. Oh, that's awesome. Totally free, Judd. Vikings vent line line is uh, done. Vikings lose to the Chiefs. Appreciate all of you who called us. We are in the TCL Broadcast Studios. Don't forget, also, uh, 10 a.m. tomorrow, Danny Cunningham joins me for the day after Vikings vent line. I'm willing to bet we're going to get some phone calls on that one, too. And I'll be here for Score North Live tomorrow tomorrow at noon. And then you and I reunite for Mackie and Judd with Rami at 4. And don't forget, you also, in between there, from 2 to 4. Purple Daily with Matthew Collar and our... Journeyman QB, Sage Rose. And I can hear that word. Courtney Cronin. All at Score North on 1500, scorenorth.com, and the Score North mobile app. You're outstanding. Thank you, sir. You too. Thanks, everybody. Gold Vikings, let's win this game. Gold Vikings, honor your name. Go get that first down, then get a touchdown. Rock em, suck em. Fight, 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 fight. Go Vikings, run up the score. You'll hear us yell for
This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 